Welcome back to Prime Primetime Action right here on MSG Plus on a Friday night in Las Vegas. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Matt and Kelly uh, have flights to catch after this show. I don't know if they're going to get there on me? a Friday night. Me? You, you're in trouble. Because yeah. you're going home first? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, Kelly's catching a flight as well? No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. You and Matt. I was like, me. my gosh, could have carpooled. No, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say, could have carpooled. <laughs> All right, uh, Kelly, you have an in-game wager on the uh, Celtics. Still down 12, 745. Yeah, down 12. Seven and a half looks a lot better than the four and a half that I got earlier. Uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. So, well, plenty of time to yeah. go, Gil. We do have some uh, some upsets brewing in the NBA, though. The Pelicans with a one-point lead over the Sixers. What? 101-100. Seven minutes left to go in the game. Sans Zion. And what Brandon happens? Ingram. No Brandon yeah. Ingram tonight, either. So, yeah. yeah, that's a... Uh, Surprising to see that. Sixers only two and a half point live favorites right now. 230 and a half live total. Uh, up to 14 in Chicago. Bulls 67. Celtics 53. Bulls now eight and a half and 218 and a half. Rockets leading the Bucks 56 54. Two minutes left to go in the second quarter. So haven't seen too much line adjustment yet. Bucks still a <laughs> 10 and a half point live favorite. 237 and a half your live total the magic leading the hornets 53 to 47 uh two and a half minutes left to go in the first half in that game what hornets is happening four, four and a half point live favorites. madness <laughs> two seventeen and a half. might be a good night to be on here but <laughs> two seventeen and a half a uh, live total in that one the heat with a one point lead over the timberwolves 50 to 49 three minutes left to go in the first half in that game eat uh heat eight and a half live and 228 and a half your live total. Mavericks taking care of business against the Cavs first quarter, tw- uh, 27 to 15, one minute remaining in the first. Mavericks 12 and a half live and 218 and a half is your live total over in Major League Baseball. Marlins on top of the Brewers, six to one, top of the sixth. Diamondbacks on top of the Mets, four to one, top of the fifth. If you wanted to hop in live on the Mets, you could get plus 375. Eight and a half is your live total in that game. Phillies on top of the Braves, seven to one, bottom of the fifth. Cardinals on top of the Rockies, two nothing, top of the third. No live numbers currently posted for that. Red Sox and Orioles scoreless, top of the second. Orioles are minus one twenty live. Red Sox minus one ten, eight and a half live total. Twins Tigers, I'm seeing Twins two Tigers nothing, and we are in a delay apparently in that game. Uh, bottom of the third in Texas Rangers leading the Mariners four to two. Rangers minus two hundred live. Mariners plus one sixty five. Eleven and a half live total shaded to the over. White Sox and Royals scoreless. Bottom of the fourth. White Sox minus one thirty live. Royals even money five and a half your live total. And the Astros leading the Blue Jays three to two. Top of the third. Astros minus four fifty. Blue Jays plus 340 and 11 and a half your live total. Yankees and Nationals all tied up at three, bottom of the seventh inning. Uh, Yankees maybe have a guy at scoring position because they are minus 220 live right now. Nationals plus 180, eight and a half live total in that game. And Reds and Indians scoreless, top of the third. Indians minus 160 live. Reds plus 130, six and a half 
the live total. Over in the NHL, Red Wings leading the Blue Jackets 3-2. A little over 10 minutes remaining in the game. Uh, Blue Jackets plus 240 live. 6.5 heavily shaded to the over is your live total. Flyers up on the Capitals 3-2. We're just a minute into the third period in that game. Flyers minus 210 live. Capitals plus 170. 7.5 live total in that game shaded to the under. Stars up on the Lightning 4-1. 17 minutes to go in the game. Wild leading the Ducks 2-1. 19 minutes left to go in the second period there. Wild minus 550 live. Ducks 4-1 and 7.5 live total. I feel like I've asked you this before, Kelly, but Milwaukee tonight, 17.5 point pre-flop favorites uh, against the Houston Rockets. Is that the largest spread in the NBA this year? Pre-flop? I wonder. I want to say we set we saw sixteen and a half earlier. I thought that's where that closed at today, but maybe other shops seventeen and a half. I see some seventeen and a halfs out there. We'll have to do that research again. Yeah, Bill Walkie again, as Kelly mentioned, uh, in a dogfight with the Rockets here late in the uh, late in the first half. Uh, tight game. That doesn't mean the Rocket, the uh, Bucks aren't going to pull away in the second, but for right now, anyway, sixty to fifty-eight in favor of the Bucks. Uh, 53 seconds left in the second quarter there in Milwaukee. Milwaukee just jockeying for uh, seeding with the Brooklyn Nets. Who's going to finish two? Who's going to finish three behind the Sixers in the East? It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. This is Prime primetime action uh, on MSG Plus tonight. Betting sports, some preflop, some live. We might have some uh, we might have some New York money rolling in. Everyone getting ready Ooh. to watch the game over there. Uh, down to six and a half. Suns six and a half. Drew said he liked them. He actually bet him at six and a half, right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he laid, he laid six and a half with the Suns. I've I've got seven with the Knicks. Yeah, Drew and I heads up tonight. Do, yeah. you, th- do you think Drew saying that our influence right there moved the market? Do you think that's what just happened there? <laughs> uh, it, it's been six and a half, I think, in most places yeah. for most of the show. It, it was seven and a half when we had him on at DraftKings. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Moved down. Now it's what on DraftKings? Six and a half. Six and a half. Well, full mm-hmm. point there. Uh, Sun, six-and-a-half-point favorites in a game with uh, big implications for both teams. Knicks trying to uh, stay out of that play-in. Suns trying to get the number one seed. I guess we assume that they're trying to get the number one seed. Hey, Jason Tatum's two for 11 from the field. Is that good? That is not good. Not good. I'm okay. told that's not good. Celtics down 14, Kelly. Plenty of time, like you said. Plenty of time. Uh, let's talk a little UFC. This just in. There's a UFC fight card tomorrow night. Uh, we definitely want to bring in our guy from uh, from Florida, host of the main event on ESPN West Palm, at Wood on 1063 is where you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, he joins us over Skype right now. It's Jordan Sherwood, everybody. How you doing, Jordan? Well, uh, Gil, Matt, Danielle, good to talk to you again about a, a pretty underrated, but I think very interesting fight card tomorrow night for the UFC. All right. Well, talk to us about that. Let's start with the prelims. What, what do you like on a prelim uh, card that uh, looks pretty interesting? Yeah, let's go with the first fight of the night. Carlston Harris, who's a do- about a dollar fifty, dollar sixty favorite over Christian Aguilera. The last time we saw Aguilera, he really struggled against a, a big time wrestler. He gets that same formula, that that same opponent in Carlston Harris, and I don't believe that you know Aguilera has done enough over the last three to four months to uh, prevent this fight from being uh, you know on the ground yet again. And at a dollar fifty, dollar sixty. I think there's certainly value, uh, you know, for Carlston Harris, uh, you know, to start the start us off on a winning track for that fight card. Carlston Harris minus 167 welterweight bout. Uh, anything on the middleweights or the featherweight on the prelims? 
Uh, n- nothing really else, uh, you know, standing out to me. Maybe a small play on on Park. He looked good in his last uh, performance, uh, you know, and his opponent was the last man on the scale. He did make weight. But I think just the overall game and the constant pressure that we saw from John Young Park his last time out and plus, you know, at dog money, uh, I'll probably suggest a small play on that, but not one of my, not one of my, uh, you know, I guess, stronger recommendations for the fight card. All right. Carlston Harris noted, however, minus 167. We do have a handful of, you know, top 15-ish ranked fighters on the main card here. Um, And, and, you know, starts off with the strawweight Angel Hill coming in 12. Um, Listen, this is, uh, I think, if people have watched, they probably are familiar with Angela Hill, but uh, Amanda Reba's probably not. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be very interested to see how Amanda Hibas, you know, bounces back. Her last time out, she got stopped viciously by, um, uh, you know, the woman that's fighting Maria, Marina Rodriguez in the main event. Uh, so we'll have to see how Hibas bounces back from from her last performance. Angela Hill is always, you know, in that top five, in that title hunt discussion, but she can never seem to get over the schneid, you know, wins two, loses one. Uh, but just a good overall all-around fighter. I mean, she made her debut as a mixed martial artist on the reality show had no MMA experience, and now is one of the top fighters that we have in the UFC. Very good all-around game, good pressure. I mean, I think if there's a suggestion for it, it's going to be just the obvious over, because I, I don't see neither one of these women being finishers, uh, but I think they're so evenly matched. You, you can convince me Hebas is the right play. You can convince me Angela Hill is the right the right play. So I, I think probably just, just sit back and relax and enjoy the fight. Or if you need to play it, if you really need to do it, play the over because I don't see either woman finishing the other. All right. And for the for the audience that is not familiar with betting this sport, the over is set at what? One and a half rounds here? Two and a half? It, well, yeah, it'll be depend on the fight. Like there's a fight in the heavyweight division that I like as an over as an under at one and a half. But in this particular case, and in most cases, Gil, uh, the round totals are two and a half for non-title fights and typically four and a half for main event or championship fight. So in this particular case with Hale and Hibas, it'll be over two and a half. Makes over sense. two and a half at minus 215. Minus 215. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so again, not a lot of value there. Yeah, not, not, so again, a three-rounder over two and a half. You're essentially betting on it going the distance, although not technically. Uh, what I love about that is the one thing that the pandemic did give us, Jordan, is I recognize some of these fighters, right? It, like UFC became something that those of us who bet other sports – uh, followed, right, for lack of anything else. We're like, well, well, let me give this a try. And Angela Hill, I remember, you know, definitely fighting last year. Obviously, I see Cowboy Cerrone coming up as well. Anything between the strawweight fight between Rebos and Hill uh, of the next three up on the board right here, so you have a, a welterweight, a heavyweight, and a lightweight. Before we get to the uh, the co-main event and the main event, what do you like on any of those yeah, three? Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to identify the lightweight fight, and my my buddy Lou also likes this fight, who joined you several times. Diego Fajaya is the underdog right now at plus 145, plus 150 um, against Gregor Gillespie. A couple of reasons why I like Fajaya in this fight. One, uh, I think that he's just the better overall and all-around fighter. He had won six fights in a row prior to his last loss, which is a split decision loss to Benil Dariush, who's on a meteoric rise right now in the lightweight division. So he could have won that fight. Um, also, he missed weight, and he missed weight badly. Like, he didn't even try to make the lightweight limit of 156. <laughs> he showed up midway through the weigh-ins at 160 pounds, didn't look like it was a grueling weight cut, and he just basically gave up and gave 30% of his purse to Gregor Gillespie. 
And the third reason why I like Vahea in this fight is because Gregor Gillespie has not fought since November of 2019. In that fight, he got brutally finished by Kevin Lee. It was the first loss of his mixed martial arts career. And don't get me wrong, Gregor Gillespie is an outstanding talent, potentially could be a future title challenger. He's that good, but I think the couple with the long layoff and the fact that he's going in there with an absolute buzzsaw in Diego Fajaya, who had won six fights in a row prior to that split decision loss, I'll take Fajaya as an underdog. And plus the fact, too, look, he, he gave up. He basically is cheating right now. And I don't condone cheating. It's terrible that this happens in this sport. But he gave up on the weight cut, and he's going to have an advantage uh, tomorrow night against Gregor Gillespie. Wow. Fascinating. So- Listen, let's head to the co-main event, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, big favorite in this. But, I mean, look, on the back end of his career, no doubt about it, lost four in a row, including a no contest in there as well. I mean, this is, uh, you know, we, we see this a lot, Jordan. I mean, you know, guys, as their career is winding down, but they have big names that they can somehow still, you know, they're still going to draw a lot of money. They're still going to draw a lot of fanfare even though their skills are declining, getting up there in age, whatever it might be. Uh, how do you view this one? Do you feel that this has gotten to a point where this number has gotten a little too egregious again on a guy that's, you know, kind of on the kind of on the downside of his career? Yeah, yeah, Matt, you make, you make a great point about Donald Cowboy Cerrone. He's one of the most popular fighters, future Hall of Famer. But this is a very winnable fight for, for Donald Cowboy Cerrone. He's going to fight fight a guy on an Alex Murano, who first off is taking this fight on short notice. He's a guy that's good everywhere, not great anywhere. Cowboy Cerrone has struggled with guys that'll pressure him and either grapple or hit like a ton of bricks. Murano will pressure a, a little bit, but he won't turn this into a grappling fight. He'll stand and trade and put this into a Muay Thai and kickboxing fight. And and and, and I know what you're talking about, despite the fact. Cowboy has lost four fights in a row. He's 38 years old. He, he's fought 50 plus times. You know, I think this is a winnable fight, and and I think he wins it. I do. I think he wins it, and I think he wins it via decision. I think he just outpoints him, outworks Alex Morano. He's not going to be threatened by the stand up, and not going to be worried about this fight going to the ground. So it's, I think it's a winnable fight for for Donald Cowboy Cerrone. As shocking as that is to to say, you know, in this point in his career. What about the main event? Marina Rodriguez, Michelle Waterson. Uh, Rodriguez minus 225. Waterson, the dog, at plus 180. And as you said, of course, the total four and a half here, the over juiced heavily. Yeah. Uh, well, first and foremost, short notice main event fight for both ladies. Technically, they are actually straw weights. This fight is at flyweight. So it's going to be at you know, 10 pounds heavier than they typically fight. Uh, Rodriguez will be the bigger fighter. She's the better striker. She's only struggled with grapplers and women that'll take her to the ground. She's had actually two fights in a row that had 10, eight first rounds for her. And then she lost rounds two and three and ended up with split with draws against both of those fighters. Look, Michelle Watterson, the karate hottie, good fighter. But she's not a grappler. She's not a wrestler. She's going to have to win a stand-up fight against Rodriguez. I think that's a recipe for disaster. I think if you're backing Rodriguez, you actually think a finish happens. You take the under at four and a half at plus 170. You maybe take her via TKO at plus 350. But if if you're backing Watterson, you think she survives the first two rounds. You play the over. 
and you play her to win via decision. That's how I see it either going. If whatever side of the fence you are on, I'll probably go with the former. I think Rodriguez is a future title challenger, perhaps champion. She's that good. So I think she she shines tomorrow night in a victory over Michelle Watterson. Jordan, we do have a fight card tonight over in Bellator. Uh, a couple of names I think people also will will be familiar with, former UFC guys and Sergio Pettis. We also have Anthony Johnson on that card as well. Uh only a few fights, you know, on that main card still remaining. What are you looking at as far as uh, bets on this one? Yeah, I played already the Anthony Johnson Acevedo under at one and a half. It's been four years since we saw Anthony Johnson fight, but Acevedo's taking this fight on short notice. And granted, he comes from a good camp. He trains with the Pitbull brothers. But, I mean, he's going to try and stand and, and trade with, with Anthony Rumble Johnson. I think Anthony Rumble Johnson chomping at the bit to, to get a showcase knockout. So under one and a half is about a dollar fifty. The other recommendation I probably would have, if any, if you're going to play the main event, would be Juan Archuleto via decision over Sergio Pettis in the title fight main event. I don't I, I don't see a finish happening by either guy. I think Archuleto is the better overall fighter. So if you want a small play in the main event, that would be my recommendation. Archuleto via decision. All right. Um, there's other, there's one other thing going on this weekend, by the way, guys. Do you, Matt, or you, Jordan, have any opinion on Canelo fighting t- uh, tomorrow? Billy J- Billy Joe Saunders. You even familiar with the fact that Canelo was fighting? Yeah, I mean, he's like he's a massive favorite. Minus seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, massive favorite. Saunders f- plus five dollars coming back. You do, you you don't bet that, do you, Jordan? No, and I'm going to thank th- thank you that you didn't ask me about the the, the Paul Floyd Mayweather confrontation. <laughs> oh, that's next Red time. <laughs> yeah, that's next time, right? Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't got a recommendation on that. And enjoy, enjoy the Canelo fight. Uh, I guess he's one of the best talents we've ever had, but it's yeah. not worth the price. So of all the bets, what's your favorite of the ones you mentioned? Uh, it's actually the first one that I mentioned uh, right off the top. The first fight that, that we talked about, the uh, the Harris Aguilera. Uh, I think Harris just just going to wrestle Aguilera to the ground, get that easy win. So at a dollar fifty, dollar sixty five, that's my recommendation. Okay, Jordan Sherwood. Jordan, appreciate it as always, man. All right, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. You too, Jordan Sherwood at Wood on one zero six three again, uh, host of the main event on ESPN West Palm. Uh, the Sixers are in a dogfight. With the Zionless, Ingramless, Adamsless Pelicans, uh, yeah. But it it was one hundred seven, one hundred four Pelicans, and then the Sixers have reeled off five straight to go up a bucket. They had a chance to go up more, but Embiid just short armed a jumper, so the Pels have the ball down two. They call the timeout, and that's where we are now. One hundred nine, one hundred seven, in the closing seconds of this one, to be uh, to be precise, uh, exactly. Do 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 do. 33 seconds left in this one. So Jackson Hayes, who averages 6.6 points, 6.6 points on the season, 19 for the Pelicans. If you're wondering where the production is coming from here, Bledsoe with 18, Ball with 18. Um, so they're getting some help from the bench as well. And then you look down at the Sixers and be doing all he can. He's got 37 and 13. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just a ton of production on the Pelican side from players who typically don't produce for them. Yeah, this is what uh, Bill Simmons famously used to refer to as the Ewing theory. The fallen star theory is another way we call it, where a basketball team loses uh, their big gun. In this case with New Orleans, you know, it's more than just Zion. And uh, in the short term anyway, they rise up to the occasion. Again, basketball, you know, mm-hmm. is, a, is an interesting alchemy of five players. There is an optimal efficiency to every five. And at least for one night, the Pelicans super competitive 
without their guys against the uh, Sixers, who are led by Joel Embiid, no surprise there. Embiid with a cool 37 points and 13 boards in this one. This is an example, though. We talk sometimes about, you know, what, what do we really mean by tanking in the NBA? And it's not with the players. And this is, I mean, like, I was one of those people when I'm reading Ingram's out tonight and then what's going on with Zion, okay, Pelicans have waved the white flag for the season. They're not even really going to try anymore. And then you're seeing this happen on the court tonight. You know, you play, players aren't giving up. They're not giving up. Pelicans look like they just turned the ball over, though. They're, they're in review, I think, or in a timeout of some sort. But it looks like the Pelicans lost the ball. But it is Philly 109-107, 19.2 seconds left. They are reviewing to see if the Pelicans, in fact, turned the ball over. Um... Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Again, uh, New Orleans still hanging on by a thread in the Western Conference. They're only two games in the loss column behind the San Antonio Spurs. So were it not for the uh, the Zion injury, they'd obviously be thinking playoffs. And now, you know, the, this is the this is the hand they've been dealt. Uh, but they got a shot at the play, and they're trying to get to that tenth seed. So big implications for them. Philly just trying to secure a number one seed in the East, which they have the inner, uh, the upper hand for here in the late going of the NBA season. We don't have the audio, so we don't know what's happening. By the way, Washington, uh, just a a, a jack, a home run, uh, a three-run three shot. shot that puts the Nationals ahead of the Yankees. Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison acquired uh, from the uh, the Bucks in the offseason for the Nationals. Three-run shot actually uh, extends the Nationals' lead, I should say, from 4-3 to three to 7-3 to three, uh, in that one against the Yankees. So, uh Yankees trying to stay out of last place. Based on what they do and what the Orioles do tonight, they may be right back there in the cellar of the AL East. Still very early. No one's worried, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, (laughs) maybe a little bit. We say that about the Dodgers. We're not worried. Are we worried about the Yanks a little bit? I don't know. Uh, We'll update all the scores. We'll let you know how this uh, Sixers-Pelicans game goes. By the way, the the ruling, a jump ball at midcourt. See how that goes with 19.2 seconds left. It's VEASAN's primetime action. live in-game action then download the free odds trader app right now so you can start winning with the up to the second info you need gil thank you danielle <laughs> you okay yeah yeah just curious thank you so much uh we're we're tracking everything by the way my uh royals pre-flop bet uh dog um royals trail one to nothing a solo shot for the socks uh the chai socks that is in the top of the fifth so one to nothing chicago plenty of uh uh, plenty of baseball to be played there. Philly still up on the Pelicans, 109-107. 10.4 seconds left in that one. Going to another review, Gil. Another review. Interminable review. Interminable reviews in these games. By the way, uh, you know, for betters, for those who took a shot, by the way, it was 11.5 was the opening uh, spread on this game. But for those who might have taken a shot on the Pelicans on the money line, again, without Zion, without Brandon Ingram, um, Plus 575 would be your return on this if the Pelicans could figure out a way to uh, to win it. And they got the ball uh, down two. 
Uh, that's, I believe it's, uh, let's see, to the to the rack. No, pass underneath. Doing a terrible job uh, play-by-play, but it's a turnover. Just threw the ball and away. Ball game. And that's the ball game. Passes at people's feet don't often work well. And when you get under there with the closing seconds, take a shot at it. Philly survives 109-107. Uh, one step closer to the number one seed. One step worse for the Pelicans in terms of their hopes to get to the 10th position and a play-in situation in the Western Conference. We do have three first pitches here uh, coming up momentarily, only about 10 minutes away. So um, the Dodgers and the Angels, Julio Urias and uh, Griffin Canning. Right now, the Dodgers minus 167. So we had, we didn't see this one just get absurd. No, no we So didn't. 167, uh, you're getting about 145, 150 on the Angels if you do want them. Rays and A's. Um, right now, that is Rich Hill and Sean Mania. Right, You're getting 130. Uh, you're, you're getting minus 130 on the A's, and you're getting about plus 115 if you want to back Rich Hill and the Rays. Final game of the evening, that is 945 Eastern, 645 Pacific, or Dame time. Um, Blake Snell. And uh, Anthony DiScalfani are going head-to-head here, Padres and the Giants. We have Blake Snell and the Padres, about minus 145, minus 150 favorites. If you want the Giants and DiScalfani, you're getting about plus 125. You can find a 130 out there as well. Yankees lose. They fall back to 500. Maybe back to the seller of the AL East, depending on what the Orioles do. Uh, Dodgers, if they lose bad, the Dodgers lose they would be one game over 500 through 33 yeah. games. And it wasn't too long ago where we we're like, this is, you know, one of could be one of the historically great teams in Major League Baseball in history, but they have just gotten the worst of injuries. They've been decimated. Yeah, guys in and out of the lineup, and then, you know, you lose a starting guy, guy in your starting rotation. Bellinger's been gone basically the entire season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and then you you had a guy in Zach McKinstry who came in and was filling in very admirably. Actually, I mean yes. he was he was doing really really great, and he's kind of a jack of all trades. They can play they could play him in the outfield or the infield, and then he goes down and he's and he's been out for a long time now as well. So a lot of the, these bats, you know, one extended absences with those guys, and Mookie's kind of been in and out here and there, missed a few games back and forth. So it's it's been it's been a rough go at it for for them so far. And the thing is, is with with Price and Gonsolin both on the IL for that fifth start spot, they're going to have to stretch out Gonsolin, they're saying, so Price might actually get the first crack at it for uh, for the Dodgers. It seems like he's going to be back a little bit sooner than, than Gonsolin will as well. Um, he, if, you were, if we remember, Price was not good enough to win that fifth right. starter job Imagine. to begin the season because Dustin May beat him out, and so now they're kind of having to go back to this backup role here with Price, so uh, it's, it's interesting for sure, but I mean, this is one of the things we talk about all the time with these futures bets. It's, it is the shorter odds on these teams, we always say, but the risk you run with, you know, taking these short shots is mm-hmm. if, you know, longer shots, it's not, it's not, it's not as bad, right? I mean, like you're, you, you understand whenever you're getting involved with a 20, 25, 30, whatever it might be to one, kind of what you're going after here. But these shorter shots, you kind of need them to get home. You kind of need those bets or at least to be a sweat all the way through. But man, you get rabbits with injuries and there's nothing, nothing you can do about it. Dodgers were 13 and 2. 13 and 2. They've gone 4 and 13 since for a 17 and 15 record. By the way, Nationals with another RBI. Uh, it is now Nationals 8 and the Yankees 3. That one is still in the top of the 8th, so not looking good for the Yankees tonight. Mets still trailed the Diamondbacks 4 to 1. That's in the bottom of the 6th. 
So not looking good for the two New York baseball teams thus far tonight anyway in that one. Um, in both of those, I should say. Uh, we'll come back. We'll update all the scores. Kelly Celtics, uh, not looking so hot. Yeah. <laughs> that was Kelly's review of his bet that he made in-game. Uh, we'll update it all right here on Prime Primetime Action on MSG+. VEASAN.com has the latest lines and odds for every game on the board. You can track the line movements with live charts, get estimated scores for every matchup, and all the betting information you need to stay on top of the action. You can also use our parlay calculator to figure out payouts and get all of our betting 101 info, including definitions of the betting terms we use here on the Sports Betting Network. Start your day's sports betting research for free at VEASAN.com. Gil. Danielle, I feel like you had ten thousand bets tonight. We didn't yeah. update. We didn't update any of them. I owe like six winner videos. We just didn't have time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Dakota. Let's roll one for Danielle. That will. Five I think and, I, we, 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 five she, and two. She's three and one or something, right? To uh, start. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got you down three <laughs> and one so far. I'm but trying I might to look at this. I got three. Uh, my count. I have five and two. Hey, hey, Kelly. Celtics started 8-0 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so uh, oh. I, I did. It, that did. Uh, I noticed that. I don't have my ga- that game on my TV over here anymore. I wanted to bring up an old uh, gambling thing, an old sports betting thing. Do you ever, do you ever have that where uh, I feel like this is from me from st- when I first started betting on sports to even today, where you've been watching a game that you got money on. And it's going south, and then you turn it off, and then it starts to swing around. You're like, "Well, I'm not turning. I'm not turning it back on. I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm one of those people. I'm not. I'll turn it I, right you'll back, turn it back on. on. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with that. I want to mess with that karma. It's do, you, do, do you think that they're playing harder because you turned it off? <laughs> you, ne- you never know, Matt. You just never know. Okay. Same. Don't mess with you. If you have that power, then. I will call you over often Amen. on NFL Sundays, yes. and, and if, 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 if a team will play harder because you, we quit watching it when you're around. If things uh, go, you know, if things are going your way when you're not doing something, I'll, I'll, I'll stay I like away it. from it. Between your beard videos, you're going to come over and you're going to you're just going to make these NFL teams play better. For there you go. I like that. Yeah. There is no shortage of superstitions for is betters. There, is there any that you used to come to yourself, Gil? Because I don't believe in those either. I I got some people on Twitter hitting me with stuff during the football season. They're like, "Oh, you spoke too soon," and the bet would still come no. through. Oh. That's that one drives me crazy, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what I will do. If I'm sort of like Kelly's, but not exactly. If I look like I'm losing something, I will often go to my database and mark it as a loss. I will never mark a win prematurely, but I will oftentimes oh, I mark a loss prematurely yep. for the possibility of the reverse <laughs> Getting to change it. That's right. To a win. That's I do right. that as well. <laughs> yes. Why are you five and two? So you have two. You have uh, two more wins here and one more loss. Yeah, missing. Okay. Oh, uh, Diamondbacks and Mets. That's a win. And then we're waiting on Padres Giants. That should get underway in uh, the next ten minutes or so. Rays mm-hmm. A's same situation. And then Blues Gold Knights. That'll kick off in just about thirty minutes. Okay. Not kick off, but you know, puck drop. Well, it face still off. kicks off. I mean, you know, off. Yeah. But I mean, you know, yeah. let's off. kick this party off. I mean, like you kick yeah. things off even if you're not actually kicking something. Someone might actually kick someone. We don't yeah. know. I'm talking. Saw it the other night. I've kicked face. a lot of things off without actually kicking anything. So I mean, I think we're fine. Face off, kick off, tip off. Yeah. You know, you just apply it to the sport. First That's pitch in baseball. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one. We can kick off the show and not kick anything. That's true. You know? That's true. Uh, Matt kicks the box underneath his desk. That's true. Yeah. Well, you pull back the curtain too far on a Friday. <laughs> I feel like this is mem- this is memories of me like in journalism school arguing with a professor about like you can kick off anything. Matt making the same argument Matt's making, they'd be like, no, puck drop, tip off, no. The like, one, no, that's unfair. You can kick off anything. The one that you brought up though, Danielle, where people are like, oh, you like like people legitimately think if you that say you it, change the outcome of a yeah. game if you said something prematurely. Oh, like yeah. there are some people yeah. who believe that that is actually the happening. worst is the no hitter one. Oh yes, about when a guy has a no hitter like in the seventh inning, like don't say anything. <laughs> you can't bring up the no hitter, and it's like okay, it's like the butterfly yeah. effect. It's gonna trust reverb. me. If I mention it, he's gonna just throw an eighty-four yeah. mile an hour like lob right down the middle. Like no, that's not what's gonna so happen. We're not that's superstitious not. betters here, is what we're getting to, right? I, I generally not. not. Although generally Ke- not. Although Kelly's not returning I, the game. I back would on. say this is the only, <laughs> but like. Gil, I think the what you did with marking the L's, yes. I do that too. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just weird little quirks. I would say that's similar to what I'm doing right now. First steps admitting you have a problem, Kelly. <laughs> it's the first. It's just I mean, quirk. right now I got a losing it's not a problem. Yeah. It's a quirk. That's more of a like I don't think that's more of a that just makes you feel better. Yeah. Like that that just makes you feel I, you do like when you're when you're just getting crushed at a blackjack table and it's like the last hand oh, and then they you deal see, you like yeah. a fourteen, you just start getting up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, right. You, like you just start getting yeah. up, even though you could still win the hand. You're just like, all right, I'll just. Every, every, just that's well, exactly here, right. Everybody's know? had that one blackjack run where you're like, am I not going to win one hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so like you're, you're like you've got your last money on the table and it's not a blackjack. So like no matter what number it is, you're like, all right, one. Obviously, <laughs> that's very true. I yeah. I'm out of here. I will say though, like like with mine with the, with this game. So like I, I'm getting plus four and a half live. Yeah. If it gets to like five, yes, I'm turning the game back on. So really, I'm just talking. So nonsense. we'll keep an eye on it for you then. Yeah. Yeah, there, there seems to be this this uh, force field at 12 where the Celtics yeah. can't get within 12. I mean, don't get me, I still got the score right next to me on my Don Best screen, so I'm still seeing that. Yeah, that's that seems it was, it's like that uh, that Pacers Hawks game last night where the Pacers, you know, team turmoil had no business winning it. And then the Hawks just made this run. But every time they got within a bucket. Every time. Yeah. It's like, that, up. That Karis LeVert jumper at the end off the glass to, like, seal it. And I'm, like, sitting here, sitting back. I was here 30, 40 minutes after the show in the same chair watching the game. Were you really? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I got four and a half live, five and a half. I'm like, as long as he doesn't make some junk basket here, I'm good. And then, oh, no. Nope. man. The rest of us are home. Kelly's still behind the glass watching his bet. <laughs> Go oh, yeah. there's, there's people that like walk by outside our studio being like, what's this one guy doing in here? By the way, your dad's not listening. So you want to tell your story about your dad? Oh, he is. He is in town. Uh, I will be joining him for dinner. But, you know, I've been doing radio TV for 12 years now. No idea what I'm doing. He has texted me 37 times during the show. <laughs> What's he calling you to? With multiple responses from me being in show, in show, in show. Yeah. Oh, and then we get to a break me. and my a response of show. a little bit more detailed response from me. I'm like, yeah. I cannot text. I'm in the middle of a show. <laughs> I still have like eight unanswered text messages from him right now. <laughs> this Nuggets Jazz game went off at 220. It was, it's 41 to 40 after one. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, 41 yeah. to 40. On pace for 320. <laughs> 324, actually. Uh, Kelly, by the way, that never ends. My mother to this day, and I'm a lot older than you. My mother to this day, I have one brother. That's my only sibling. One is a doctor, and the other is still deciding. 
let's still decide. I have a doctor sister as well, so I got the feeling. Yeah. Oh no, she doesn't know how to describe it. She doesn't know. She goes, I don't know what he does. You know, to does my mother's credit, it. it's the opposite of my dad. She always assumes I'm working, so it's like she oh, like apologizes good. when she oh, calls yeah. calls me. I'm like, you don't need to apologize. Oh jeez. Can you tell we're off MSG? No calls? one ever calls. Me. Can you? Tell? No one ever calls. No you. one ever calls me. Like about <laughs> for anything. It's another problem. Like, no one ever calls me for anything. Wow, that's. <laughs> That just got if you're listening out there, that took a I'm turn. lonely, all right? <laughs> Call me. Speaking of Matt's, lo- Matt's loneliness, me. though. You can probably ro- find my number somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of Matt's loneliness, like a year ago, we were going to have a Cinco de Mayo party at Matt's house, and it had got canceled because it's of the compound? pandemic. And uh, I'm just wondering when we're going to do that again. No rain check, apparently. Yeah. No. What's the next big call? Fourth of July? Fourth of July, Matt's pool. All right. Fourth of July. <laughs> You're adding things to it in the pool. Oh, yeah. It's a pool party. Fourth yeah. of July. I'll be there, there we all go. day. We'll come back. We'll wrap up these scores. Royal's not looking good for me right now. It's one nothing. I'm overreacting, but you get the idea. Uh, we'll come back. Wrap it up right here on Visa's Primetime Action. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code V-S-I-N when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil. We're hogging up the hosts. Final segment on a Friday. We're a bunch of hogs in here. All right. We have some first <laughs> innings going on, though. Oh, oh, what, what do, how, oh, how are we oh, looking? Okay, so Stop Tampa everything. Bay Rays here. Wait, right? Yes. Okay. Lightning. They Rays. Got There's lots the, of things going the on. The Rays got through the the, 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 the the middle of the first. Okay. So we, so we have, so we have half a half inning. inning left for you to win. Okay. And Padres Giants should be underway in just a moment here. You are a no-run first inning betting fiend. I you did have... look it up. And so far, 15 and four on the no runs. 15 and four lifetime on these? Yes. All right, lifetime I'm, of the last two weeks. It's your <laughs> yeah. lifetime. That's still a You're lifetime. You're a documented 15 You would have to four. go on a horrendous run even to get to 500. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, you're in a really good spot. Yeah. Good for you, Danielle. Good for you. Don't let anybody tell you to do anything differently. No. Except what I Well, I no, I did, though. Gil mentioned that I shouldn't vote the no run first inning on the Blue, Blue Jays tonight, and I took the yes instead, and that came through. There you go. Yeah. Not listed. I'm, I'm corrigible. What's incorrigible? What's, is, is it you can be corrigible? You're oh, gruntled. Can you, you be you took that you, you took that you 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 took that suggestion very gruntily. I was I was gruntled. Here we yeah. go. I've been gruntled. What happens there on Friday? Elevation or altitude? Let's get weird. Let's just get weird for this last segment. I mean, you know, it's uh, Friday. There's like you know we're yeah. sweating a first inning, half inning bet here. I mean, there's there's lots of stuff going on. You know, get what you got going on this weekend, man. You, oh, you're going to you're going to Barry's fancy dinner tonight. tonight. Yeah, oh, fancy dinner yeah. tonight. Yeah, toughest table in town, everybody. Barry's over at Circa. I couldn't get in. I went last week after the draft. You loved it? 
Uh, yeah, they had a vegan menu, which I was shocked to see. That's so vegan. Wait, oh, you, wait didn't, you didn't go vegan menu at Barry's, did you? I did. Oh, stop mm. it. You can take the rest of this. Okay. Normally, this is supposed to be a fun segment, listen, and this well, is going to be the fun Friday last listen. segment, and then, like, you can you can take the rest of All right, of listen, no. we we collectively as a group have talked about going to a steakhouse together. I'm yes, gonna, we have. That is where I will use my, my cheat night. Cut but, banana cream, uh, banana, <laughs> what's it called again? The banana cream pie. Banana cream pie. I, that's funny, because I had banana cream pie at Barry's. It was very good. Mm. You'll love the bread at where we're going. Yes. <laughs> Don't want to spill a secret Ooh. on that one. Yeah, well, we can't. No, yeah. No, no, we can't. Because <laughs> we went, if we went and sat down and they were like, we're out of bread, we we're like, we're just going to go out of here. Then. But like, yes, Barry's had a vegan here. menu. I'm very surprised by that. That's such a Vegas thing to do. Celtics down 10, Kelly. Don't want to excite you. I just flipped it back on. Oh. Okay. All right. It was eight. Now it's 10. But yeah. Hmm. See if you get there. Um, my Royals bet is going down. White Sox up three to nothing now, top of the six. So I'm not happy about that. But at least Danielle's winning. More or less. Yeah. How's the hockey coming? Hasn't started yet, has it? Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights. That'll get underway in just a minute here. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Andy and I both win tonight. Again, uh, Danielle on the puck line for the Blues. Uh, Andy is on the Vegas Golden Knights. So if the, if the Knights win by one... Everybody's a winner. I also have Golden Knights to score first. I thought that would be a fun one to see come home. Well, you are all over the place. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. 30 Prime. reservation at Prime confirmed. There you right. go. Oh, that's where you're going Because to my dad keeps texting me. There you go. <laughs> that's good, though. That's where good. Great, view. Great view of the fountains. You'll love that. Uh, Great view of the fountains. Still deciding. Just go with that. I'm still deciding, Dad. Yeah. Um... We talked about this, but uh, if you're if you're late night Friday audience, I did bet the I did bet the Vikings and the Bears, the Bears, nice for the NFC North. So that is in the account. Wait, what did so, number did you get on the Vikings to join? So the Vikings two seventy. Okay, is that so you can kind of mix and match, right? So yeah. you can mix and match two seventy on the Vikings and then three thirty on the Bears. So what you are saying is that you believe that Aaron Rodgers will not be in a Packers uniform it, this year. It just keeps on. I mean, again, like, I don't or have any sources. For a while. It just keeps on with, with this, like, that it's that it looks like this is just a, a done deal here. I don't want, I, as I said, I don't want to get in a stubborn contest with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to yeah. win that with yeah, the Packers. I don't think he'll get traded. I, I am with Lombardi on that. Mm. I think it's more likely he sits out mm -hmm. than gets traded. Yeah. I think the only thing that he could do to get traded would be sit out. They end up six and one or something like that with Jordan. I mean, with, with, <laughs> with Jordan Love, like a quarterback. <laughs> and then, and then, then he's, they're like, okay, well, we don't want to pay this guy anymore. Let's have somebody else pay him. And then he goes to the Vikings in the jets and then retires in Hattiesburg, Mississippi or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Brett Favre. Uh, by the way, since I've turned on this uh, game, uh, the bulls are now on a 12 0 run. So Tell you me, were you right after all. That proves Kelly's theory that he was making them play uh, worse. Because, obviously, because it happened one time, it proves my theory. That's, <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> That's I did. Uh, I do also have uh, Browns futures on. Uh, there, it took all. It took all show. <laughs> Matt's foot box. Fell. Took all wow. foot box fell. Uh, it, I do have Browns futures as well in the account. Um, over on win totals, I got. I got it before it got to ten when it was at nine and a half. Um, it's at ten now. I think we all still like it at ten. You know, I think we also like like it there. Uh, and then I also took uh, Browns to win the division. And I also have – what else did I have? Oh, yeah, the 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 under on the Texans win total. Um, mm -hmm. There is – by the way, if you live – if you live in the rest of the country, 
there are there is a rogue four and a half still out there. Um, look at uh, search around a little bit. There is a rogue four and a half still available. We're laughing as you said. If you live in the rest of the country, yes. yeah, not Nevada yes. residents. We do not right. have, anywhere but here. Yes, yes, we do not have the uh, we do not have the four and a half. But the four and a half does exist everywhere out there elsewhere. So look around for that. Um, is and that it's the not one even you're juiced. most confident about? Because that's the one you were telling people to get on earlier. I think the Texans could lose every single game. Good God. I 17 hope game Davis season. Mills comes out and just proves Matt wrong. Davis Mills is going to come games. out and he is going to get sacked. <laughs> it is going to be like David Carr era stuff. What happened like, to, what oh, happened to like, Why are we like, skipping we over Terod Taylor? D- David Carr could have could have been the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. We would never have We'd known never know. because he was in the worst situation you could ever possibly be in. And I think that this team is back to that is back to that state. This gets back to my whole thing about quarterbacks. There is no sport where this applies to, right? Because basketball, the talent takes over. Baseball is a one-on-one sport, disguised as a team sport. But in football, your situation at quarterback yeah. defines your whole career, but there's no way we can prove that, yeah. right? But, but it's I so believe that. Like, I hate that we joked about it so much and it played out when yeah. we kept saying, like, well, for as long as Joe Burrow plays, and like we kept saying it because it was he was getting destroyed mm-hmm. every single time that he dropped back, and we were sitting here saying like, "Yeah, I mean, he's going to win Rookie of the Year." Uh, well, for as long as he plays, and then uh, sure enough, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then sure enough, like you're sitting there watching, and it's it, 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 it came to fruition. Now he happens to have at least a little bit of talent around him and stuff at receiver, and they got even more talent around him. But um, you're you're completely right, Gil. I mean, like you look at some of these situations; they're, they're impossible. They're they're imp- they are impossible for yeah. these people to succeed. And Houston is definitely one of those spots. It is it is impossible for for Davis Mills to succeed. Didn't that. we skip over Terod Taylor? Isn't he on the roster? He is. Oh, so we just skipped over him. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm saying like if they if they honestly Wouldn't it think be cooler if it was Davis Mills. Yes. How would. do you draft a quarterback with your with your first pick in the draft? And you only have a handful of picks. And and, yeah. and not play. Like how do you how do you do that? Like if if you don't play him, then you basically just admit it. We completely wasted a draft pick. Juan Soto just goes yard for the Nationals. They extend their lead on the Yankees. They are Ooh. crushing the Yankees right now. I need Juan Soto to do Juan Soto things for my uh, most hits seventy five to one bet. Ooh, Eleven way, to three. I'll tell you what I bet today wasn't as sexy as football, mm. but I I bet some more Casper Rude to win the French Open and. Okay. Uh, I've got him at 90 to one at 60 to one. I think I even took a little bit less than that, but that's the range he's in. He, uh, he beat Stefano Tsitsipas in Madrid this week. He won again today uh, against Bublik, uh, who's a big server. Nadal lost today, uh, lost on clay. Now it's not Roland Garros clay. It's not slow clay. So I'm not sure that anybody who loves uh, Rafael Nadal ought to be worried but let me just say, I, there's enough of a sliver of a chance that this is where his run ends. That I went ahead and, and made bets on someone not named Rafael Nadal for the first time ever in my life. Sixty-six to one at DraftKings right now. Get it? I mean, it's it, look again. Yeah, it is a it is a bet you're not supposed to win, but you're holding sixty. You're holding sixty-six to one. This is what we have to keep. That's right. We have to keep saying this over and over again like when you when you play these plus plus money bets or these are these big long odds things like that like they're not supposed to hit but is there a good good enough pros- probability and like Gil saying I mean he's he's watching this guy play he likes what he's seeing could this finally be the year and here's the other thing about tennis like 
People get hurt in tournament, mid-tournament. People get hurt in tournament. Yep. Like, it's not crazy to think that Nadal could go out there and something, hamstring, whatever, or shoulder, or whatever, you know, quad. Not that you're wishing that no, on him. No, no. But that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you know, you just talk about what did we bet mm-hmm. today. This is uh, this is what we spend our days doing. By the way, there are the Houston Texans. Can we show that? <laughs> the Houston Texans, five draft picks. They only had five picks. Davis Mills, who we were talking about out of Stanford, the uh, quarterback. But then Nico Collins, Brevin Jordan, Garrett Wallowen, and who can forget Roy Lopez? Right. Uh, so uh, that's that. That's all they added to the team. They were four and twelve last year. Their season win total is four or even three and a half. Raising A's, no run. Oh, there you go, Danielle. Cash it. Can we give her a winner video? If we give, give her, her a winner, winner video, and me a loser yes. video, because this Celtics bet ain't getting home. Danielle having a night. Six and two now. Tonight, yeah. Sixteen and four all time on the no runs. Good for you. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And there's, and there's Kelly's. Ouch. You're a loser. Yeah, it might be. Mm-hmm. Three outcome baseball, walks, strikeouts, and homers. It might be a different, there might be a different calculus to, uh, to everything you bet in baseball, but specifically perhaps the first innings. Um, Ironically, not my best subject in high school. If you it's can a small it. sample size. We'll Calculus. see. We, we, yeah, small sample size. We will be able to run this here in about, yes. yeah, I mean, we'll, we will be able to run this here in about a month and a half and, and see. National. There's a drastic shift. Nationals just beating up on the eggs down 11 to 3. All right, we got to run. Good luck the rest of the way tonight uh, with all that you're betting. The nightcap with Tim Murray is next. Danielle and uh, Matt got a skedaddle. I believe is the word we use. Uh, good luck with all your bets. We'll talk to you Monday night. We're on MSG Plus three times next week. So be tuned in, uh, be sure to tune in to us an hour early from all of us at VEASAN's Primetime Action. <laughs> 